Thank you for downloading this podcast from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies of A Shot of Torah with Rabbi Levi Cooper. If you are interested in downloading other digital content, please visit elmod.pardes.org. This is Levi Cooper coming to you from Tzur Hadassah. My friends, I want to share with you a mystery. A mystery that I don't have a solution for, but perhaps one of you will have an idea that you can share with me. In the early 19th century, in the famous town of Mejibuj, a slender work from the 16th century was published. Mejibuj, Mejibuj is the famous town where the inspiration for the Hasidic movement, Rabbi Yisrael Baal Shem Tov, the best, where he was active. And the slender work that was printed in the year 1817 was a work by Rabbi Chaim, the son of Bezalel of Friedberg, and the work was called Sefer HaChaim. This is not a big work, and it has various explanations, vertlach, pshetlach, drashot, sermons, ideas, an eclectic compilation. Now, Rabbi Chaim of Friedberg, he was active in the second half of the 16th century. This work, Sefer HaChaim, the Book of Life, also named after the author, Chaim of Friedberg, this work was first published posthumously in Krakow in the year 1593. It wasn't published again until 1713 when it was printed in Amsterdam. And it would seem that this work was almost forgotten. It certainly did not command great attention. It was seldom cited and hardly learned. And suddenly, in the year 1817, in Mejibush, they reprint this work. Why? Well, the answer to that question can be found in the paratext of the work. The paratext that's a term that we use to refer to everything about a book except the direct content of the work. So the paratext can include the title, the font, the running headers, and approbations or blurbs that the book might carry. And in the case of the 1817 Sefer HaChaim, there is an approbation from the great Hasidic master, Rabbi Avram Yoshua Heschel of Apta, commonly known by the title of his Hasidic work, Oyhev Yisrael, which was published posthumously in 1863 in Jitomir. So the Oy of Yisrael wrote an approbation for this work. And in that approbation, in that letter, appended to the Sefer HaChaim, printed in Mejibuj in 1817, 
The eye of Yisrael says, I gave this work, meaning he had a copy of Sefer Achim. He doesn't tell us whether it was a first edition from Krakow, 1593, or a second edition from Amsterdam, 1713. He says, I gave this work to the printer, and I encouraged them to print this work, because every word in this compilation is written with inspiration from the Divine Spirit. As was common, the Oye of Yisrael added in his approbation a prohibition, warning other printers not to reissue this work within 10 years. That was a mechanism designed to protect the investment of the publisher and try to help the publisher turn a profit on printing this work. Now, the Oye of Yisrael says that this is an inspirational work. So we now know why it was published in Mejibush. The question that bothers me is, if this is such an inspirational work, why is it that we don't find it quoted at all in the teachings of the Oyev Yisrael? Not once in his entire book does he refer to Sefer HaChaim. So the question, the mystery that's bothering me, my friends, is what precipitated, what triggered, what urged Rav Avram Yeshua Heschel of Apta, who at the time was living in Mejibush, he had retired from the formal rabbinate and was acting as a Hasidic master in this famous town. What triggered his desire to publish this work in 1817. I had one idea that I'd like to share with you, but I don't think it's right. At first blush, I thought to myself, 1817? Well, 1817, that's the beginning of the first cholera pandemic. And if you open up the work, Sefer HaChaim, you'll see that in the introduction, Rabbi Chaim of Friedberg writes that he penned this work while he was under lockdown during a plague that raged in the year 1578. So I thought to myself, maybe the Oyev Yisrael suggested printing this work in 1817, because of the introduction of the work that talks about what to do when you're in a pandemic situation, and linking that to the first cholera pandemic that began in the year 1817. Now, my friends, that's a very neat explanation. But there are two problems with it. Number one, if that's the case, why does the Oye of Yisrael not mention that link? I would expect in his approbation for him to hint at least that this work was being reprinted in light of the current circumstances, in light of the danger 
of a disease, of a plague. No such reference appears. And the second problem with this proposed explanation is that the first cholera pandemic that began in the year 1817 and continued to the year 1824 began in the Ganges River in India. True, it spread through Asia and beyond, primarily because of the British Army and Navy and various mercantile ships that plied their trade. And that's what made this outbreak of cholera into a pandemic. And yes, it was well known around the world. But in 1817, it was just beginning. And I wonder, could it really be possible that in Mejibuj, in the year 1817, they were aware of what was happening in Calcutta in that same year. I highly doubt it. And therefore, my friends, what would seem to be a possible explanation, I feel compelled to reject. So I remain with the mystery. What precipitated, what urged the Oy of Yisrael, what pushed him to print this work at the beginning of the 19th century? That's a question that I don't have an answer to at this stage. Perhaps you do. But until the next time, to the Beat Midrash! Thank you again for downloading this podcast, A Shot of Torah, a production of the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. If you liked what you just heard, please give us a five-star review wherever you download your podcast today. You can also subscribe to any of our other podcast channels by visiting us online at almod.pardes.org. Thanks for listening.